Another wonderful episode of It's Really Whatever, Whatever, Whatever. I am your host, Marlena Rose, and I'm joined with none other than the good Dr. LT is definitely and always in the building, baby. Ain't he though? And we are joined with none other than the one and only. I mean, here she is. Yeah, Jimmy, a fitness instructor, school counselor, soon to be professional counselor. <laughs> you better counsel and not cancel. That's, that's what we I want. I can do both. I can I'm do both. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back this week. How was y'all's week? How was that whole um, we back in there thing? Mm-hmm. You mean what? After Elsa and um, Anna came to town? The snowbit. How, how did y'all make it after snowbit? I see that's what you want to do. Okay. Oh, this, the frozen. Yeah. You know, I, this this year has been a year of pivot. You know, you just you just go to work and you just hope that you can stay without being exposed to somebody with the C nineteen and then have to go home for fourteen days because I told them if I have to get for a uh, quarantine, y'all, my virtual background is gonna be Mexico. Y'all are not gonna understand why my virtual Zoom background is somewhere on a cabana. You because wouldn't happen I, to be getting on that soul plane to go with all your other people because I've seen them. I've seen your cousins. What, to Tulum? To Tulum, anywhere <laughs> in Mexico. Okay, brown people are uniting. I love that typically, but not in the middle of a pandemic. Look here. Y'all, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I feel like you, I feel like, let, me, let, me, let me chime in on soul plane because don't knock my spirit. Don't knock my spirit, baby, because I get on spirit now. I don't know. Oh, I'm a member. Across the I'm a world. In spirit. I go to spirit. Baby, spirit is not go to. <laughs> don't knock them now. You just got another pack. I got a yellow pack. Hey, what, 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 I'm just not okay. Just with listen you right to anybody. She told you pack light. Pack light, baby. Just pack light. That's uh, you pack light. You be straight. Like, that's, you know it's what? essential for like a weekend, a, a, a three day getaway. That's all it is. Like me and the wife. We went to, how dare you? We went to Vegas on, on a quick spirit. And the wife was like, oh, that's how you treat That's how you treating me. I mean, it is what it is. Now, look here. This what this this what the money reside. Come on, get on this spirit now. America, if y'all looking for a good time, contact Dr. LT. Uh, he is definitely out here getting trips together. And going. For the cheap, okay. for the low, low too. Get your price line. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm putting plugs out there. I'm glad y'all gave us some light entertainment because this episode is kind of heavy. Okay, on my heart. So everybody out there, let's be some listening lenders and get down to the bottom of what's going on in this pandemic. Um, our first hot topic is all about how the pandemic is fueling a rise in suicide attempts among kids. What the hell wrong with the children? What I mean, what's going on? I think. Well, I think part of it. I mean, uh, go it's, ahead, because I work with kids. I, I'm I'm in education, so I mean, both of us probably have Lawrence and myself have a different, well, maybe the same perspective. I think it's really well. difficult, man. Like the pandemic has been difficult for everybody. It's been the, adip- the ad- adaptation to being in a virtual world or, or have hybrid or asynchronous, synchronous learning, all these different terminologies. I think it's been a lot for everybody. And then those who are extroverts who like to be in, on the scene, want to be around people, like it's hard for them to not be, hey, especially in the school environment, I have those touch points like, you, like, you, like you're typically able to have. So I think that's one of the one of the main things that's, that's fueling the depression. I'm not gonna say it's fueling suicide, but I do think that it's fueling some of the depression. I think some of the kids, because I work at, at my school, I'm on the COVID response team, and some of those students that have tested positive 
this one little guy, like a young kid, he's continued to test positive. He has tested positive for like, uh, I want to say at least two months straight. And for him, it's been an emotional strain on him because you feel like, why can't I get well? In terms of me trying to counsel him and wow. talk to him about that thing, it's difficult for, for an elementary school age child to process why I can't, why my body can't seem to shake this, 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 this COVID-19 thing. And then, like, in terms of counseling them and, and working through that, it's difficult to get a kid to wrap their mind around that. So I am not. I wouldn't say it's fueling suicide, but I do think that this whole pandemic, this virtual world, this whole adaptation of learning is definitely, it's put a spin on all of us, for real. Yeah. I think for, for me, I've seen some students uh, thrive in this environment. And when I say some, that's a very low percentage, but um, because we've slowly allowed students or parents, I guess, to kind of change their mind and, and switch them from virtual to uh, the face-to-face -face environments. But I will say this, we are so, as humans, we are designed for human connection, right? Right. And so some kids really thrive off that. They could be a C minus D student. It doesn't matter if they're at school and they're social, you know, and so they, they're getting energy from students. They're learning. They may not be great in academia, but they may be great at PE or, um, you know, a great artist or whatever the case may be in the activities that school provides as far as after school extracurricular activities and not even after school at school, but like basketball or dance or whatever. All of that was shut off. And so you have some students that since they, they need that social connection that's cut off adults, we, you know, we, we can pick and choose how we want to you know, um, be around each other or connect with one another, whether it's social media. And we talked a lot about that last week, but kids don't have those options all the time. Every kid doesn't have a cell phone and some students have a cell phone or have social media and they're, they're not necessarily having authentic connections with people. They can't cut off who they want to follow and who that they just want some type of feedback and it may not always be healthy for their mindset. So also I think another thing um, is they, they may be consuming things like, so many students um, are on TikTok or they look at YouTube without any boundaries because they're quiet in the room and the mom is happy and the dad is happy and everybody can work quietly. But what are they consuming? If we are what we eat, okay, because I'm a fitness person, I'm all about wellness. So you are what you consume. If you're consuming a lot of, you know, I'm not saying TikTok is bad, but if you're watching these videos and you're internalizing them as, oh, I don't have that or I don't have this and, oh, she's prettier or he's this. Now, all of a sudden, you're in this comparison Olympics and you have to deal with some of the same things that adults are dealing with. And that can take a toll on your psyche as well. So for children who don't quite know how to process that, those are the students that I think are really um, kind of suffering from this. All behavior has meaning. We learn that with trauma. And so I think by the time they get to that depression or, you know, God forbid, suicidal state of mind, it's it's almost like, where was this? Maybe we could have caught this before the panty, you know, and that's just my take on it. Sorry, I think that's that's a good way to look at it. That That's a really good way to, to kind of tear down what's going on, because inevitably, Kids are internalizing a lot of things. So what are some tips for parents? What should they be doing? And just kind of circle back around. The article that we were talking about was about this 19-year-old kid who had done really well, really outgoing student. Um, and then all of a sudden, he graduates from high school. And he's prepared to go to college. And he finds out he has to do college um, online. So then he goes to get a job. And then he gets introduced to the real, the real world, I'm guessing, sooner than maybe he was going to, which yeah. took a toll Bob. on him. Yeah. Bob at the water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> or what is it? Bob from IT. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, La- yeah, so LaWanda is- from the hood. Who is LaWanda? Why is LaWanda talking to me? I've never met a LaWanda before. It's like she could be a part of the story. But what, <laughs> but, but, you know, e- either way, what we're basically saying is kids are getting hit with some real life stuff right now. Yeah. You know, so what are some tips for parents? What can parents you know, do to You know, one thing I want to say first, I think in terms of, in terms of the kids in Houston, like our kids in Houston have been hit with the pandemic. They've been hit with the, they've been hit with the snow vid. They've been hit with so many things. I will say, I won't, don't, I don't want to discount kids in the same way to feel like they all docile. I think it's going to build, it's going to build their resiliency of nothing else. If nothing else, they're going to be some resilient little, 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 little products of society. Let me say it in the right way. I think it, I think trauma and all those things builds up, builds up resiliency. It depends on how you handle it for sure. But, t- but tips for parents. Right. Look, deal with your kid, man. Love your kids still. Please. Please love your kid. Please talk love your kid. I think you just talk talk to them. And I and I and I think, you know, I was just talking to my son a minute ago and I was he was like, Am I doing a good job? And I was like, you know what? You're being a son and I'm being a mom and and we're just having a day, you know, and it's okay. There's no perfect way to do this thing, but I think communication is key. Even communicate when you get it wrong. Like if you get it wrong and do something that you feel like is not in the great book of parenting you know just say apologize you know that's really interesting i learned a new uh a new concept earlier that's called conscious parenting Mm. i don't know if you all have ever heard that before yes i'm familiar yeah it's all about taking a breath taking a beat and really thinking about what it is you're going to say and how you're going to act and you know how give us some information on that what what are your thoughts on that I think I heard one lady say um, she gave the the exercise stop, drop, and I, I want to say maybe it was a roll, but <laughs> when okay. she said drop, when she said stop, it's like stop, take a deep breath, put yourself in the mindset of that child. If I was this age, what? how would I be looking at this? Or, you know, just kind of stop because so many times we just go and go and we don't even process what we're saying, how we're saying it, how we're, whether we're, now I know my mama may not agree to this because I don't think she did nothing consciously okay she thought about it after the fact if she took the time to think about it because she got stuff to do right okay shut them down open up shop there we go for for this for 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 now that we know better we have you know um a responsibility to do better but the drop part is to like get down at their level and so i guess maybe she has a four-year-old get out of eye you know for me i have a 10-year-old Get eye to eye. Hey, listen, let's talk about this or whatever. And I forgot what the last part, whether it was roll or not, but it inspired me. It made me think at least stop and take five seconds to d- to d- take a deep breath before I start talking the way I would normally want to just talk. Like I need to stop and think because I don't want to pour water on more trauma. You know, <laughs> you know I don't want to. I think one of the best things you said was to think. Like I like, I like a gimmick. I like things. I like things that are catchy. I like those things because it makes people remember certain things for sure. But I think with parenting or tips for parenting, it's really be intentional. Be intentional about your interactions and about what you're gonna say and to think. And like you said, thinking first. Like in, in terms of from a counseling perspective, my theory of choice is like thinking, beha- thinking, behaving, and actions all roll together. All that, all that is intertwined for sure. Like if you think about what you're gonna say, think about how it's gonna affect somebody else. Think about that child. Think about who you're interacting with. And, and for me. I don't want to hurt my my child, and and as I don't want to hurt you, like I know words have meaning, and I can and I can be real poignant with my words sometimes. So when I have to discipline my child, because I do discipline discipline both of them the same way, I make sure we have a conversation as to why this is happening, because you need to have an understanding as to what's going on, as to why 
you're going to get this rat-a-tat-tat on that ass today. You need to understand that. Like, you understand why you're going to get this whooping? Your, dis, your disobedience is coupled with your discipline. Like, it's, it's, it's a match for me. That's just how that's... Just how that's so how do you avoid mental exhaustion in the middle of that? Because I'm sure you're exhausted. The child's exhausted. I'm sure everybody's worn out from the whole situation of even seeing each other every day like this and having to spend this much time together. How do you... How, I mean, seriously. Well, I, you know, everybody has their habits, right? So I love the exercise. I think all of it's the spiritual, mental, and physical wellness are all together because we're all like we're all these different dimensions wrapped up into one beautiful human body, right? So once you kind of get, for me, it's physical exercise, but then it's also mental exercises. Stop taking a deep breath. And and it's so cliche, but it really works. Like just literally stopping and my watch reminds me, but sometimes when my, when my watch reminds me, I don't always do it. But when my spirit is is getting to that spirit, well, that place where it's just disturbed, it's like, okay, let me just connect. I may go outside, take a walk. I might have to sip something. I might need to, you know, pray. And then that always kind of balances me out. And then talking, once things have calmed down, then unpacking it. Hey, son, this is why this can't happen. Or, and then that's when you can really get an understanding. And all things, get an understanding. Get a clear understanding. Yeah. Get you some yeah. lucid understanding. Make sure it's clear. Clear as water, man. Are we clear? Or clear, or clear? Right. Are we clear? You know what? But, and, and that's a really good way to get better. The other thing I learned in that whole conscious parenting thing was about teaching kids not to think negatively. I, I found out that kids as young as seven years old are concerned with right and wrong and whether they're getting things right and wrong. So what do we do? You know, what are some mental health tips for, for kids to just not be negative and even for parents to not want to do negative one, things. One of the main things I learned in my, in my doctoral program, this is one of the things that stuck out with me is a, is a white professor, Dr. Watts, Richard Watts. He's real, real, real educated, really knows his stuff and whatnot. But one of the main things he said, one of the shortest quotes he ever said, you should, we have to have the courage to be imperfect. The, it takes courage to be imperfect for real to accept the flaws that you have and to be okay with that. And it's okay with it's okay with having flaws. It's okay with working on certain flaws, but it's not okay to beat yourself up behind what you have. It's it's a, it, it starts with acceptance, in my opinion. You got to accept yourself. You got to love the skin you in, man. This what you got. This is where you at. Right. I agree with that. And I think um, Dr. Brene Brown says, you know, there's strength and vulnerability. But this is the thing. We live in a society that thrives off people feeling insecure. You have a multi-billion or trillion dollar industry in the beauty business or well, not even wellness, more so beauty. Let's cover up our flaws. Let's not show who we really are. So for it, it all starts with education. When parents are educated, then they can change their home environments. And then that will go and that will, you know, eventually trickle down to the child because the child can't just you know what? You know to be real about it. Sometimes you know? we and I and I'm gonna touch on it because I think it's a real thing in the black community. Sometimes the parent is the trigger. Sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes it is the parent. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes it's certain things they say. Certain things that there's certain things like I, like one thing my mom told me when I was looking and, and I said to people all the time when I when I, when I make stupid mistakes, I say all the time, I'm "Common sense ain't so common." That's one thing my mom used to tell me. "Common sense just ain't so common." And she'd tell me, "Kirk, my middle name is Kirk." She'd say, "Kirk, you got all the books in the world." And she got no damn common sense. <laughs> and then, and, and it's after some of time she was right. I can't even lie. Some shit you be like, damn, man, you dumb. Like, that don't make no sense. But certain things when you say to your certain things we say to our children, 
it sticks with them. It stays with them. So we be mindful of the, of the conversations or the things, the things that we're highly mm-hmm. critical about. Like one, like one thing yes, about my absolutely. father, like he he likes to wear, he want to wear, he don't give a shit whatever. Imagine what not. So we was gonna go to the mall this past weekend. And I was like, man, nah, you can't go to me like that. You gotta change clothes. He was like, but why? I like this. It feel good against my skin. Like I don't want to change clothes. Like it feel good <laughs> or something. And he was like, I know what you're okay. gonna say. I already know what you're gonna say. It don't look good enough. And I was thinking, damn, because yeah. that's definitely what that's yeah. definitely what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> Fast forward when he's 22, he's gonna change five times. But I was just letting him know that ain't, I was yeah. just trying to explain to him that 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 is not it's not that it's not. He needs to be affirmed in his space. He needs to be. And I let him and I let him wear it too. I let him wear. I let him wear. It was dirty as hell. The pants were digging him up. But the best part about that is he took his ass asleep. And when we got to the stove, they did curbside. We ain't gotta get out. Don't even worry about it. You get to wear what you want. I ain't gotta get out and be embarrassed. So it worked itself out. But in, in essence. It's important to understand not to be so critical of your children because they know what you're going to say ahead of time. They know what you're critical about. They know that. They know that. So don't pick on them, man. And we have to remember, you know, invariably the interactions that we have with others, we project that on our kids as well. Absolutely. You know, that. That's and sometimes a, a, a it's the interaction thing. within, sometimes it's the interaction within yourself. It's your inner critic that's not quite healed of something. So I'm going to project it off on my child. So I find myself kind of always like in a self-help, got to go check in with my counselor, got to go figure out why I'm projecting this. But that's just the counselor in me that always wants to counsel and cancel everything. You know, it's like run away, but it's still there, you know, so it doesn't really go anywhere. You always just project it on someone else, typically close to you, because that's those are the people that are the most vulnerable. And what we have to remember is that our kids are not really equipped to handle all that. It, I mean, it's super heavy. They, they're not yeah. equipped to handle everything. That Sometimes we're not even equipped to really handle. And right. being locked in let together me, really let allows more opportunities. Let me speak to that. So let me speak to that. I, I think in terms of being yeah, locked in together, that's, that's one way of looking at it for sure, being locked in together. we Because really, at the start of the pandemic, we were all stuck together. Like for sure, and, and and the lack of a better way of saying yeah. it, we were stuck together because you weren't used to being around. Nobody was worse. You weren't, was you weren't used to being around power. your people all the time like that, and that's that that puts strength on on mm-hmm. relationships, on marriages, on all. all and then you saw who was who's coming for you, who wasn't coming for you. I mean, it opened up so many eyes. The pandemic did that in terms of relationships, but I think for my family, what, what I what I started to do, what I think other people can benefit from doing, taking some time to get out the house together. Like I like I usually do a field trip every weekend. Every weekend mm-hmm. I try and plan a field trip or something. Like something for us to do together that's outside of the house. I mean, we're still together, but it's still something fun to do. Something involves a kid. Like it's certain apps on social social Houston. I don't, I, I'm gonna plug it later when I when I look it up on Instagram. There's a certain a certain sites that have like different things to do over the weekend. So that gives you time to have time together. But it's, it's fruitful time because like and then mm-hmm. in my corny family, we we talk about the best and the worst part about your day, your highs and your lows. Okay. Everybody talking oh, about what was that. the best part and what I was the worst that. part. And Lennox leaves it most of the time. Cause when we had dinner, he don't forget. Daddy, what was your best part? What was your worst part? And we talk about it. It's just, it's, yeah. But that's important. It just allows us, it, it allows us to get that connection. That instead of, and then it, it allowed me to change my perspective of being locked in with these people instead of making memories with these people. That's really what you're doing. You're making memories at home, man. That's really what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it is. Because you, you know, sometimes you'll forget the things that, the things that, like we work hard to get our kids, like, you know, as far as the things that come with material, you know, they don't always remember those things. It's sitting down, it's watching movies. It's the time where we cook together. It's, it's those things. So the memories are rich when you have times like this, just to kind of really make the memories. 
And maybe inevitably that's what this was all about to really reestablish the family. No, but you know, in a sense, just to reestablish the family, you know, because people have yeah. it's either put them together or it's broken apart. But you know, as, and as Jimmy said, it's, it's been clear, cloudy. You know what I mean? It's been very clear on, on what's going on before it was cloudy. Now it's very clear. You know what I mean? People are together. People, families are making real memories together now. You know what I mean? And it's not through just, you know, having to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Put their face. How do you merge the picture? In? I'm old as hell. What is it called? Auto tune the face filter the or something? Crop. Yeah, I get you. I don't know. I'm old too. Crop somebody's face in the picture, basically. There you go. But you can do it because these people are right here in the house with you, is what I'm saying. And I think that's really, really good. And so, Lawrence, I think you. Yeah, so in terms of like, if we do um, want, we don't want to take suicide lightly because suicide is not a light thing and it is it is help available to you the national suicide hotline number is 1-800-273-8255 again 1-800-273-8255 if you are feeling low down depressed or you know somebody's feeling low down depressed or feeling at that point in life there's definitely help available for you if you want something local the Harris Center is local. Their number is 713-970-7000. They are local and available to you. You can always go to the NPC. I work there. They will check you in and they will take good care of you. So if you are feeling not like yourself or feeling down and you need to talk to somebody, please reach out to one of those numbers. Thanks so much for that. And then, Jim, uh, were you going to give us a couple of different things they could do in terms of the body, mind, soul that they could do to kind of get themselves together mentally? Definitely. I believe in the light, right? So that's either be a light. So find yourself helping someone else. If one candle lights another candle, you instantly see a brighter flame. And I think that's God's way of making sure that we energize ourselves as we help each other. Another way to get light is to actually get outside and get invited, get into vitamin D enjoy nature um be able to get around feel the grass on your feet you know take a walk take a hike um it's a really cheap way to get out and enjoy and connect and the last thing is know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel you know when you're walking and you don't feel like things are going to get better please understand in the history of history okay there's always light at the end of the tunnel and sometimes as someone said earlier you know the dark times and the challenges they really help you um, get stronger and I know it's very cliche but it is and find someone to talk to about it and you will see that you are not alone sometimes we feel isolated but when you are able to connect with someone um, whether it's someone in a chat room or someone that you know in your family find find a way to do that and you will find that yourself um feeling a little bit better yeah i like that connect with your people man connect with your people that is the craziest thing again that being off social media one year welcome, just back. Came back, welcome back to the world i thought you were welcome back to the land of living baby. Like, i thought you were happy yeah it it is it's insane. No. i've had so many messages of people saying you alive wow i didn't even know you i mean Damn, if I wasn't, you wouldn't have known. You ain't checked on the sister. So no, people checked saying, on you through you other people. <laughs> is your yeah, yeah. Right through, I guess through. <laughs> but you know, check on your people. Call people. Let this be a time for you to use that phone. Don't let those free anytime minutes go to waste. Use them up. Buy them up. Come on, Promco. You know, and then oh, did you say Promco? Because <laughs> I'm down with it. Okay. Hey, and before we get out of here, let me just say this. We are recording this on the 
Anchor app. I don't know if everybody knows about the Anchor app, but it is a great way to get your podcast message across. You can record from anywhere with anybody you want, anybody you love. You can listen to us really whatever on the Anchor app. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you can listen to your podcast at. Before we leave, I just got one question. Y'all get a stimulus check? I did. I got my stimmy. I'm pissed. I should be getting my other one soon. When by then, come on through then. Doctor LT, did you get stimulated? Because if you did, I want twenty dollars. I'm not gonna tell the truth, but I'm just gonna say no. I didn't get no stimulus check because I don't find no taxes. But don't tell the government, okay? But I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start following this shit because Biden is in office. I'm gonna do right. But Trump was in office. I ain't find no taxes. He don't find no taxes. I ain't find no taxes either. His fault. (laughs) You know what? But he ain't made no money. He didn't make any money. You you know this is the shit. I'm over here paying these people all they giving these people blood and they money and doing all the things I'm supposed to do as a rich, you know, dark-skinned white woman. And this is the way I'm treated. Uh, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I'ma just start filing for my unemployment like everybody else in America. I I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. Okay, so this is when that deep breath will really make sense. <laughs> yeah, take a take a breath. You don't need unemployment. Take a pause. Unemployment is not for you. Breathe okay, in through okay, your nose, I got for it. three and release. Yeah. Yeah, thank. Oh, see how that mental health came in. Thank y'all. It's so good to talk to y'all. Every time I talk to y'all, it's like <laughs> a good time. I can't. I cannot say nothing else. We just be in the light. Just be alive. Remember to follow everybody on their social media at. Um, oh, I can go. I am Marlena. I, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Look at me getting excited. No, it's, it's a cocktail. It's totally cool. You did. You did. I like it. I like it. I you can find me on Instagram at the Marlena. Um, Jimmy, where are you I'm at? at? Jimmy twenty twenty. That's J Y M M E twenty twenty. And you can also find me on Saturday it. mornings at Texans Fit Gym. I am a Pilates instructor there to get your body right. And okay, Jenny, Jimmy is here to get that body oh, right please, and get Jimmy. that mind tight. Yes. Try to find her, y'all. Seriously, for a whole body tight, a whole mind right. Look at you, body tight, mind right with Jimmy. Yeah, on Instagram, I'm Dr. LT, DRLT. Simple as that, DRLT. You can also follow my business page. My business page is Mindful Change. We're at Mindful. Next is Change PLLC, Professional Limited Liability Corporation. That's me, Mindful Change PLLC. Look me up. Come fool with the kid, man. <laughs> Get that thing. Get that thing. Y'all find these people. Listen to this podcast. Check it out. Check out the Anchor app if you are into making your own podcast. And until next time, I'm your host, Marlena Rhodes, here with none other than the doctor. Good doctor, LT, baby. Good doctor. Who? And my good friend, Jimmy. Yeah, I like to put hey, that in there. Hey, who? Mike Jones, baby. Ooh, What's that number? What's the phone yeah, number? Y'all got it. Hey, take it all the time. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Oh, you don't know. Oh, That's it. I'm not getting that number. Is it 832 Come on, you get it. You get it. You get it. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Take me back. Until the next time, we out of here.